Hello and welcome all you wonderful people to Go Mode, a Link to the Past randomizer podcast. My name is Herfy Durfee. I am Timp. And I'm Mr. Dante. And uh, we're mixing it up a little today, apparently. I got the order from the boss to take us in today, and since I'm uh, always willing to accommodate my friend Timp, here we are, and I think it did a pretty damn good job of it. You absolutely knocked it out of the park. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> Just to be clear, though, I don't I don't really give orders, per se. I, I offer up suggestions, and y- you both usually are just like, okay, I guess, whatever. You offer so suggestions and then refuse uh, to accept a no. <laughs> <laughs> There's usually no notes uh, to follow. Um, so that is definitely, that that is part of it. But no, you, you killed that. And it has me wondering, I guess I've always like done the intro the exact same way to kind of like ground this show and also just like, I don't have to think that hard about mm-hmm. it, but maybe we should start mixing it up a little bit. I, I mean, really I figure like why not vibe. throw in some, you know, a uh, little buttering up our listeners can never hurt. It's been Absolutely. 84 years uh, of episodes at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we got to have something different yeah. every so often. That's true. You know, um, and by the way, I, I, I uh, wanted to acknowledge the I, I wrote a little bit of extra music for the last episode. That's the first time that Tuesday Temp has contributed in quite a while. I can't I can't remember the last time we, I, we did something like fun like that before last week. But you know what? I love the Law and Order theme. I it starts with <laughs> timpani. And I was like, OK, we, we just have to we have to do this. So I hope you all enjoyed it. And technically it wasn't Law and Order. It was Law and Order SVU. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. That's the superior theme. So that's the one I went with. Sure. Okay. Have, have we you definitely ever seen any Law and Order with it. Uh, I, I I don't like those shows. I think they're boring as can be. <laughs> That's probably the most boring piece of television you could ever show me. Oh man, I, I do find I, them boring as well. I yeah never I never could get into them. Uh, the closest thing was like I went through a very brief like CSI like mm. phase, and then after that mm. it was like it didn't even last long. I'm like, all right, well this is kind of dumb. And no, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, it's OK. If you like it, it's, you know, it's your cup of tea. Go for it. Uh, to me, it was just right. like, eh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it's it's yeah. totally a personal preference thing. I would hope that anyone listening to this, even if you like it, you can accept that it, it is dumb. <laughs> like it is objectively dumb. You can still like something and it can be yeah, dumb. In fact, course. there's a lot of things I like because they're dumb. Yeah. Speaking you know. of dumb things. Uh, this is a podcast about a link to the past randomizer. <laughs> Can you believe that? It doesn't make any sense. I even said What are we that. doing here? <laughs> I mean, it is pretty Excellent dumb. transition, Dante. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty dumb. Uh, the Even dumber than the uh, premise of this podcast is the fact that we're now recording episode 114 of said podcast. Yeah, can you believe that? That means we're it's right along. Uh, 228 weeks, huh? I guess so. Probably. Yeah, we're, we've been extremely consistent with the scheduling, so you probably can just kind of do that. You know why? Yeah. I mean, it might be a little more, but, you know, roughly. You know why we've been that consistent? Because Tim, Tim telling us and we and we don't say no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, somebody's got to keep this thing going, keep it running, get, get it, you know, get it produced. It's mm-hmm. really the production of the podcast that takes the most time. Just sitting down and talking for an hour and a half is like. 
fun. It's cool. It's whatever, you know, it's, it's easy, but it's, it's all the other stuff that's like, feels a little bit like a job, but it's uh it's, it's a job that I'm happy to do or Tuesday Temp is happy to do either one. I totally ruined your transition. You tried to get us right into talking about Rando and now we're talking about uh, ourselves again. I mean, we can talk about ourselves. You know, I'm, I'm feeling mighty fat. I ate a lot of dessert over the last few days uh, and over that Thanksgiving holiday here in America. So, um, oh yeah, right. I'm feeling like a, a big old round Kirby. Let's go. Um, I've just been looking at houses, just uh, so many houses, some empty, <laughs> some furnished. We we looked at five houses on Saturday because we're, we're trying to move. We're oh, trying yeah. to get a bigger place. So that's pretty much been my life. We've had a couple of really close calls where we've put in an offer or even put in a counter offer. Nothing has uh, panned out just yet. But um, that's pretty much our whole life is looking looking for a new place to live. Tips looking a new ha- a bigger place. I, I bought a bigger fridge. Um, and yeah. moving on up. No, I'm, I'm just getting bigger, aka fatter. <laughs> that's all that's happening with me. Me too. Hey, I'm I'm not not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but at least you also got something else going on. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Mm. Um. Cool. Okay. Well, let's let's just go ahead and do it. We got to get into talking about a link to the past randomizer. And in this episode, to start off, we got. A really interesting, thought-provoking email from none other than friend of the show, Lumaga, and uh, decided to just kind of make it, you know, our, our focus topic here at the top of the episode. So I'm going to take a couple minutes here and just read this email in its entirety. With feeling. And then I will turn it over with feeling, with emotion, uh, and I will then turn it over to my esteemed co-host and, and we'll talk about it a little bit. I've been wondering about this for a long time, and I'd like your input on this. Is there too much going on in the ALTTPR community? It seems like it's always tournament season. The cycle for the year is packed, and there's always something to do. The main tournament and Challenge Cup happen in the spring. Kraskis and Mentor tournaments take place in the summer. League runs in the fall, and then you have half a dozen or more tournaments pop up whenever there's supposed downtime. Some of these events overlap too, which can complicate schedules. There's so much going on at any point in the year. I have two competing thoughts about this. Obviously, this is a sign of a healthy community. Having people always stepping up to run an event means there's potentially rando for years to come. However, this can lead to burnout on all fronts. Racers may get sick of the game and reduce their participation. Volunteers get spread thin or overworked and drop off. Tournament modes become stale, leading to some debatable settings. In my opinion, all of these are already happening. There are over two dozen big names from previous seasons who aren't playing in the league this season. It's also not a secret that fewer matches are being restreamed due to lack of volunteer signups. Lastly, both the main tournament and league have had lively discussion about the mode selections this year. Is any of this a problem that needs to be solved? Are we at or past peak rando? Or is the best yet to come? Should the community stick to a few regular events that can draw a large and focused crowd? Or are all the side tournaments a welcome distraction from the more serious tournaments? I know there's a lot to unpack here. So thanks for considering this. And again, that was from Lumaga. So uh, indeed, a lot to unpack, but uh, some really solid questions, very fair questions that I think uh, um, deserve a little a little further exploration. So with that, um, I don't know if you want to kind of pick one of Lumaga's ending questions or just kind of summarize your thoughts in general, but uh, who, who wants to go first? Who wants to take a stab at, at unpacking all this? I mean, uh, I'll go if Dante doesn't, doesn't, you know, want to jump in right away. All right. Sure. Yeah, kick it off. Uh, he's uh, gesturing wildly at me to go. So uh, I'll, I'll go ahead. So um, 
First, let me preface this with a couple of things. The first and most important thing is probably, as you all know, I'm not really an active player in the community anymore. I, I still hang around. I kind of try to keep track of things. I admin a few things. I help out and stuff like that, but I don't really actively play anymore, right? So my opinion might be, I don't know, different or like differently weighed than of someone who really still participates a lot in the community like Dante or like you, Tim, still playing in the league and stuff like that, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is I... I don't mean to like offend anyone or, you know, get anyone mad at me for what I'm about to say. But just to summarize the whole thing, my thoughts are yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think there is way too much going on. And I think as Lumarga has pointed out, it causes burnout everywhere. Of course, players can pick and choose what tournaments they want to participate in and everything. But is there even the so-called, as he put it in quotes, downtime anymore? As, as he rightly said, there's always something going on at all times. Sometimes even so much that like two or three things are overlapping because the first thing isn't over yet. The next thing has already started. And then there's like league and ladder or whatever. Right. So there's always something going on. I feel like even though I just mentioned it, ladder kind of needs to be outside of the equation a little bit because that's just a thing that's going on daily it's kind of like how pickup races or whatever used to be in a way right so that's kind of like a thing that's just going on year round and it's not really a tournament so to speak mm -hmm. but i also think and that's why i preface this with the second point i also don't think every joe schmo who feels like they can run a tournament needs to make their own community run tournament right like everyone and their mom feel like, hey, I could do this. And then they think up a mode and then sometimes it works out. Sometimes it's like not super great. Sometimes there's a ton of participants like the cast boots tournament because it's a super popular mode. Sometimes, you know, it takes a little bit longer because people might not be super into it or it's a more difficult mode or something like that. People obviously pick and choose where they are. But in general, I do believe there's just too much happening. Of course, as Lumaga also rightly pointed out, it's kind of a sign of a healthy community. But at the same time, I don't know. I personally feel it's not necessary. Maybe someone who's really into playing the game feels like, hey, I don't want any downtime. I really like constantly being in like a competitive mindset and playing all the time and stuff like that. So that might be different. But from an outside perspective, I'm like, man, do these guys ever take a break? Like, even if there was no tournament going on for, say, two months, you could still play an endless amount of rando. You could play ladder. You could play pickup races. You could play SG weeklies. You could play whatever, right? So it's not like if there's not a tournament going on, there's no rando being played. And that's kind of the thing where I'm like, I think it would be healthy if people got some time to wind down and play more on their own terms. Because when you're playing in tournaments, you're never really able to play on your own terms because you always have to schedule with someone. You got to keep track of deadlines. You, you know, you got to finish the match before this and that date. You might have like with league, you might have a specific set of matches that you need to play in a specific amount of time or whatever. So you're never really on your own time. You can never say, yeah, today I don't feel like playing Rando. I'll play another ladder match tomorrow or whatever, right? If if you got to play the league match today, you got to play the league match today, and it, it's got to happen somehow. 
Yeah. So yeah, I think, you know, I could blab on for for another <laughs> half hour about this, but then the gist is I do believe there's too much going on. I don't know if it's necessarily unhealthy or bad, but I think it will be a good change or at least a nice little change of pace if it was more spread out. It would also make the tournaments feel more special again. I think that's another important point to to me personally as a watcher more than a player. All these tournaments, I don't like if I hear ALTTPR tournament, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's just, you know, another week in ALTTPR. A tournament doesn't really have the whole prestigious feeling, you know, like glamorous. Ooh, we're playing yeah. in a tournament. It's like, oh, OK, we're playing in yet another tournament. It's only the 54th this year. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of my my whole thing. Yeah. So you're you're. I mean, I think we all can agree that there's definitely wisdom on both sides here and things to agree with yes. on kind of both sides of the argument. But it sounds like you're you've pretty much positioned yourself in camp. Yes. Too much going on. I'm, I'm definitely I wouldn't say I'm like 100 percent there, but I'm definitely leaning heavily towards. Yeah, there's too much going on. It wouldn't hurt to have like a more spread out schedule of things. Yeah. OK. All right. Good stuff. Dante, I'm sure you've got a lot of uh, thoughts and opinions generated <laughs> up after uh listening to to herb's thoughts what do you what do you think i guess i have to do a preface too um yeah i mean i i run i do as part of the league admin team it could just sound like oh you know people are watering down the league with other things and i don't mean it that way um i do think there is way too much uh we we've this is my my point of view and i think it's because of the walk of life i am in at the moment um like personally, and it's not like a reflection on the community. This is just kind of my opinion. There's just so much rando. Like there's literally no time for me to ever say there's nothing happening except day, like the normal day to day rando stuff. Like, so there's always something happening to the point where, you know, tip we've even like tried to figure out, hey, what tournaments are we covering on this week's episode? Yeah. And we spend time researching it and then we still forget one. Uh, <laughs> like it's like, dude, um, you know, we've taken the whole idea of, you know, I'll make my own with blackjack and hookers to a whole new level. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, wait, sorry. What what was that phrase? We've, we're going to make my I'll, own. I'll with, make my, I'll make my own with blackjack and hookers. It's a, it's something from is, Futurama Bender quote. <laughs> I forgot what okay. he was even referencing. In other words, it's like, he's going to do it his way because okay. they wouldn't do it his way. Uh, it's, you know, I guess Tim's going to bleep, okay. bleep that out. Cause I said, hookers. no, 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 prob- probably not. It's a little uh, old timey, but you know, but so like, uh, I'm, I'm probably butchering that quote. So I'm sure somebody's going to, you know, rail me for messing up Futurama. Um, like, I mean, I honestly had this thought last night. I was, I was hanging out with my kid and I had, I had a couple races on yesterday afternoon and I was watching the, the last bit of Enemizer and I was having a blast just watching Enemizer. And I thought, dude, an Enemizer only tournament would be really cool. Even though I, and one reason I think it would be cool is because I don't think a lot of idiots wouldn't enter it. Because they complain about the mode like the people who have Mm -hmm. fun with Enemizer would enter it. Uh, At least that's my thought. Um, And then I thought about it a little more and I'm like, well, when would I run this? And and then I thought, why would I run this? Um, And it's a lot of it is my thought of 
there's so much going on and I'm already running something. First, my wife would get mad that I'm, you know, dedicating more time. But on top of that, like, I know I'd want to play in it just because I personally enjoy the mode. And um, it it just seems like there's so much. I just thought I don't want to say there's no point because I'm sure somebody would would want to do it. But there's just so much happening. You know, I know that I'm 90 percent sure that 80 keys tournament is going to fire up here in another month or so if they're going to do that again, because that just that happened in like January of last year. So they're probably going to do that again. Um, and then, you know, on top of 80 keys, the Kabuki Tational's happening. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm turning this into news, I guess, but that is also 80 keys. It's just, <laughs> you start with boots, a sword and it's escape. So it's more 80 keys. Uh, you know, so we've had two 80 keys tournaments this year, uh, and probably going to have two next year. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I will say as far as like new pr- crop up tournaments, like avian art had a really fun mode. It turned into true pot hunt mode and it was like, Super not serious. And I think everyone who entered that had a lot of fun. Um, Cross keys obviously is a staple now of the community. The main tournament is just to me now another tournament. You know what I mean? Like it's just got main attached to it. And I guess the you still have the prize of getting your name on the Houlihan tile if they ever decide to update the game again. Um, that's which is a hot take. What the community needs, I think, instead of all these tournaments, is that we need we've got so much fragmentation from different branches. Um, like we have the doors, like the doors league is probably going to fire up. See that, that to me makes sense. It's on its own branch, but we need, we really need version 32 is what we need. Yeah. And I, that mm. sounds like I'm just trying to like play at the devs that might actually listen to this podcast, but I really think it would benefit the community like the league itself. And this is me griping a bit. So like the league wants to stay on main branch. We don't want to have to start integrating other stuff. Would we like to do some other modes? Like not so much like door randomizer, but just some of the other options. Yes, we would. But we also don't want to overcomplicate things and make things harder for the individual user, considering how many users we have. Do we think that like 90% of them are capable um, of figuring it out? Sure. But it's another hoop. Um, you know, and, and because of that, <clears throat> I think that is one reason why a lot of other tournaments pop up in People, uh, there are some folks uh, who have been very vocal that the old guard needs to get out of the way of the new guard. So these people, instead of trying to help in current tournaments, whether it be a moderator, volunteer, whatever, uh, they, you know, they they just make their own tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's also kind of okay, you know, like whatever. Uh, I, um, I mean, I when I got asked to be a mod for the league, I did it because I was like, well, you know, I, I'd love to run tournaments, but I'm not going to go try and start my own because just because I want to. But apparently that that's what we do now. Um, I do sound like a bitter old man saying all this. I know. <laughs> um, and I I think it is a double edged sword. Like, uh, let me some let me put a bow on this uh, okay. with this. It is a double edged sword. It is very good and healthy that this many people are this interested in this silly little game and the randomization and all that and what kind of different ways we can play it. Um, it's it's great, but I also think it is completely and utterly taxing and way too much. That is like way too much competition all the time. I, you know, there's been a lot of. I don't know, at least from my perspective, there's just been a lot of toxicity whether it be, you know, passive 
direct, uh, whatever. Like it's just been a little too much of that for my tastes over the last six to 12 months in some regards. Mm. And I think it's because we just have so much competition going on all the time. Let the Mm. ladder be a big competition to get back, revive the speed gaming dailies. Like they do run. It's just, no one wants to play them because they can't, you know, I I don't have time to do it because of league right now, but other people don't do them because they're scheduling 70,000 tournament matches. Uh, Yeah. And, um, you know, it's it's I could just kind of rabbit trail over and over again on this. Uh, Herf is smiling because I know he agrees with me to an extent, but it's like, uh, man, it's just it's 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 such a double edged sword where it's just good and it is bad. That's that's yeah. my whole that's my whole take. Yeah. So um, before I weigh in, since y'all kind of ha- are on the same side of this, do either of you have suggestions or ideas of like how to get to that point where there's not? I mean, is it just as simple as like, hey, stop doing community tournaments, people? I mean, or is there something more nuanced? In a way, it is that simple, but you can't really, you know, you can't really tell people, hey, don't make a community tournament anymore, right? If someone feels like making a tournament, they're going to make the tournament regardless of what you tell them to do. Let me, yeah. And then if people want to join it, they will. And that's been the thing is like all, a lot of these community tournaments, people found them and then like they, they get more registrate registrants than they even planned to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's hard to, hard do, to argue with that. I do right? wonder, and I want to ask you guys this. I, you know, as I said, I'm not really a player anymore, but how much or hmm, how do, how do I word this? How many people do you think sign up for like every tournament that comes out or almost every tournament, not because they really, really want to play in it and because they love the game so much, but because of FOMO? obligation yeah. obligation or a, FOMO, a perceived obligation you know yeah. like oh man you know this is one i could probably do well here or whatever you know kind of like i don't really want to join another tournament but if i don't play in this you know whatever the reason may be i i just you know fomo is the first thing that came to mind it might not be oh, exactly totally. that but mm-hmm. I, I think you get what i'm talking about i think yeah fomo is the thing that i was thinking too. I, I, mean, I, say, I think describes a certain amount of people yeah, I, I would say anywhere 30 to 45 percent of people, probably. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's I probably that's, agree with that. That's not a majority, but it's not an insignificant amount. Um, I mean, let's be real. Like I'm in the I'm in the Super Metroid Chuzo tournament that's still ongoing. Um, mm-hmm. I entered that as a complete joke and I was peer pressured into doing it. And I'm really in, in the end. I'm glad I was because I'm playing a different game and I'm actually having fun, like being really bad at it. Um, mm-hmm. So there, there's times for that, you know, but. Uh, let me let me kind of add this one thing on since I do help with league. You know, when we have, I'm I'm gonna eat absolute crow for this. Uh, when we have so many tournaments dedicated to one mode, it's really hard for me and like the admin team to want to consider said mode for our event because it's been played a lot. And granted, I know yeah. it's one week. But it's like, what can we do that's different? Like, what you know, and I know we have seven weeks of seven different modes and, um, you know, we, we're going to have overlap. But <clears throat> if we I don't know, like the, the 80 keys this year, we it, it, we didn't do it and we got a lot of backlash for it. There's been two 80 keys tournaments. It was really hard to say, should we do this? You know, 
I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to say yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, uh, I, I just think it's ever changing. And I know that 80 keys is one of the most popular modes in the community. So that's, uh, I guess that's why there's been two tournaments and, you know, this year, um, I know I'm harping on that one and I'm really sorry. Uh, I've only seen, I mean, there's been what one entrance tournament two if you count avian art. Um, and then three, if you count the ladder invitational. So entrance and cross keys has been one of the most popular modes for probably the last two years. And, uh, you know, why don't we have more cross keys tournaments? Uh, why are we, you know, uh, that's just, that's just me kind of arguing it to, to argue, but I'm going to shut up now (laughs) for a minute. Let somebody else talk. I think that is really good. I think that's good feedback that when you have an entire tournament just dedicated to one mode, you know, it feels like pretty much everybody by the end of that tournament is like so sick of that mode. They never want to play it again, regardless of what the mode is, you know? Um, so I, I think that's really good feedback. I think maybe like an open seven, seven defeat Gannett could maybe get away with, with it since that's sort of the baseline, but that's actually why all the other modes were created. I think cause people got tired of that and wanted to move on. So even, even in that case, it's probably true. Right. I mean, um, everything eventually plays out, right? If you just think about the history of rando, not only because that's all what was possible, but we started out with the normal standard stuff where you had to do escape every time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And eventually people were like, oh my God, if I have to do another escape, I'm going to go insane. So they, you know, implemented open mode. And then people yeah. were like, all right, well, this is fun, but we've seen all this stuff. So what, why don't we do like entrance or inverted or whatever else they thought of, right? So it was always... I mean, sometimes it was, hey, we did this because we could, but also sometimes it was, well, you know, we kind of want to offer more choices to people. And as you say, Tim, uh, obviously 80 keys is super popular. We had, as Dante said, two tournaments this year, and then people still complained about it not being in league. So people apparently never get tired of 80 keys in their whole lives, God which bless is them. fine, but <laughs> yeah, exactly, which is fine, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, it's just it feels like so much. Yeah. Anyway, I so, really want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, y'all have said a lot of the things that I are, are on my mind, especially on that side again, of the argument for the people in the back when it comes <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to um, oversaturation. And and, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people in the uh, community do have FOMO and, and feel an obligation to to be in these tournaments, whether they want to or not. And that could ultimately lead to burnout. I, I definitely agree with all of that. Um, I hadn't thought about V32 kind of unifying all of us, which I really like that as an idea. I think that's really, that's really cool. And uh, I remember when I used to like, you know, DMV tour and be like, v- V32, is it coming out soon? That feels like years since I've done that. Like I, I, I've like given up on it basically um, to the point where I think I'll just be pleasantly surprised one day, which is probably better ultimately. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a very, very interesting theory. Um, my thoughts are, I don't quite feel the same as you guys or from what at least I've heard that maybe we should cool it on side tournaments and things. I personally feel like that is a good thing. And if someone feels compelled to do that, they should. And I don't even want to necessarily, you know, voice my opinion to say that like, those tournaments were a bad idea because like Kabuki, Avian Art, Pilot Spoiler, you know, the other language tournaments, all of these. Um, it is a lot. Absolutely. But I, I'm glad that they exist and I don't think it's bad that they were started. What I do think would help a lot is if we had a little more, I guess I want to say like segmentation 
in the community? Because right now it seems like when one of these tournaments comes on and we're personally responsible for this, but I will take responsibility for this. Every tournament is announced with the same sort of fervor and grandiosity as the next from the main tournament all the way down to, you know, pilot spoiler and Kabuki tational and casual boots. They're all kind of like held up as being equal tournaments. And I think what could help is it's like, okay, we have league invitational, we have the main tournament and maybe you cross keys and the mentor tournament. You know, we've got like a few like seasonal mainstays in the community that are given a sort of platform on the main Discord, Twitter, other places, I don't know. This is all theoretical. But we've got sort of that level. And then we've got the community level where people are more than welcome to do whatever they want. Start this tournament. Invite whoever you want to be in it. Post about it in this channel, this channel. But there is a delineation between like these are official community sponsored. And I put that in air quotes because I don't know what that means exactly. But there are some sort of like endorsed events that you can participate in, that you can watch that you can try to um, you know, get, get involved in if you can, if you're at the level uh, that is appropriate for that tournament. And then there's all this other stuff that's like kind of playground stuff or rec league stuff um, you know, or farm team type stuff that's like for the rest of us to, to participate and enjoy, but it's not this like main event kind of thing. So, and again, I don't know what that looks like necessarily, but I do think a little bit more, and I don't think it's necessarily the devs, almost if they were like community leaders, you know, and it could just be as simple as like the, the leaders of the, of the main discord, if they had some sort of system to, you know, identify certain things as like cornerstones of the community, you know? I mean, I get the idea that you have, but I feel like that's going to be really hard to implement without stepping on a lot of toes. Yeah, because I I was going to ask probably true. uh, And I, I, I did the thing where I shut up and let you talk. Um, the I guess like how do you differentiate between a community endorsed tournament and a, a rec league, as you put it, tournament? Like, uh, I would probably start with longevity. Okay, okay so like, I think that's a fair point in in one regard. But if I can just quickly jump in, yeah, uh, I remember in the not only in the admin channel at the main tournament, but just in general in the community when the last or the one before that came on. There was a lot of talk about what even makes the main tournament the main tournament anymore, right? What, how is it even different from any of the other four billion tournaments that are going on throughout question. the year? Yeah. And I, I kind of still feel like that, right? I care very much for the main tournament. I admin it for a couple of years. I think, as you said, it's a longevity, at least, issue here or not issue, but like a thing here. It's been Merit. around for the longest time and stuff, right? It's kind of yeah. like a pillar in a way. But at the same time, over the years and over the growth of the community, it definitely has lost its luster. And I don't want to say, you know, oh, all your community tournament runners, it's your fault that, you know, the main tournament isn't as prestigious anymore as it used to be. But it has definitely contributed in a way, not, you know, to to take the tournament down or to make it worse or whatever. But it just I don't know. It, It just it doesn't really feel that special anymore, right? Usually, yeah. as Dante said, when you won the main tournament, you got your name on the Hula hand plate, and it was a big deal. You were the main tournament winner. 
And it still is a big deal if you win the main tournament, but it's definitely not as big of a deal anymore as it used to be, in my opinion. I'll say that mm. with that, and I know I'm, I'm going to get flack for saying this because I want it, but like that one is probably the biggest because it literally is. And by is, I mean, it has probably the most entrance, like people yeah. who at least do a qualifier. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's because there's a lot of very, very, very casual players that will just play you know, like other communities will give this game a try during this game's main tournament. It's kind of like when like Zooter has their season, whatever tournament qualifier startup, you'll see people play that who normally aren't like the people who grind it. Like, you know, we see in these, you know, smaller community tournaments, so to speak. Um, I think so. You talk about like the main tournament. I, I kind of want to harp on that for just a second, because it's like that is probably the main like has that name. Because at the time, it was the only tournament. The only. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Like, way back. It was mm-hmm. the tournament. Okay. After that, you play dailies. You do pickup races. That was it. It was a, it was a simpler time. Um, mm-hmm. It was a sim- you know, simpler mode. What is happening now? Um, take this for what it's worth. Uh, the main tournament right now, we saw last year a lot of conflicting opinions. Because of mode choices and how you played the game. Did I think from someone who sat out, did I think it was entertaining? I sure did. I I loved the salt that people had. It was hilarious to just watch people complain about the modes coming up. I miss that. I'll always miss the 2018 fall tournament. That was obviously the first one I qualified for. I didn't, you know, in hindsight now, 15 games in a group stage is a whole lot of games. But I, that was the one that I just and it, it, call it nostalgia. But being forced into playing some really bad modes, I think it made it it made me better as a player, like execution wise, mm. uh, decision making, analyzing my own skill set. A lot of players don't need that as much as they did back then. You know, back back in 2018, you know execution would literally carry you miles uh, and, and mm-hmm. execution can carry you miles now, but like that top echelon of players now, um, the, the, the middle upper tier we'll call them are so close execution wise ran in rando to that upper echelon that it's almost, almost negated, not fully, but almost. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's just, there's so, there's so many, uh, the, the the opinions let me get finish that thought the opinions people had uh about the main tournament modes last year i think is one of the reasons why it started to lose its luster uh mm. i complained about it being the same mode when i won it it was it was very boring doing escape over and over and over in hard mode you're never getting silver arrows how do you use them i've totally forgot how um <laughs> and uh it's just it, there's there's not going to be a way to please everybody including me like if I think for me, the longer I'm in a tournament, the more I get tired of the modes and it could be variety. It also could be, um, you know, it could just be the, the same old, same old. I'm, I'm going to get tired of it. But variety, I think, will keep me more interested. So I was very, you know, my opinion personally, I was happy there was variety last year. I'll, I'm curious to see what they do this year. I know that's kind of on the horizon as far as the community goes. Um. But, you know, I think Dunka has worded it best in in 
the past. Uh, you have one pizza and you are trying to order it for a hundred plus people and you're never going to get the toppings right. So you need yep. to just yep. have toppings that fit. What What's a safe topping, so to speak? Yeah. Pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just get like a half cheese, half pepperoni and you'll probably cover like 70% of people and you'll never get the other 30% as you said. Yeah. Yeah. But then to, to continue that metaphor, if you always just have cheese and pepperoni, eventually people get bored of those and mm-hmm. want extra things. And, you know, maybe you do dev- devote one slice to something weird to see who likes it and sticks around, you know. So yeah. that's a, a really interesting uh, uh, metaphor and I think fits really, really well in this situation. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to say is I can also recognize that, like. When you're talking about switching modes, I think of myself in a tournament that has multiple modes and how annoying it is to me when like Inverosia comes up and I'm like, well, I don't I don't know Inverosia. I don't want to take time to learn that, you know, and I, and I get my ass handed to me every time. But I also think, like you said, like it's not about me. I'm just one person. I still I, I think as a spectator, it's more interesting when there's different modes. And so even though I don't think it. I would enjoy it. I do think like a main tournament that switches modes makes more sense and is better uh, and is more interesting, especially if it is if it does become, say, like a mainstay and it you know has to go on every single year. There should be some changes every year to, to keep it fresh, mm-hmm. um, including, you know, the, the different modes that are thrown in there, whether I like it or not. And let's be honest, it's not something I'm going to have to worry about because I'm not going to qualify for the main tournament, <laughs> which is why it's good. There's other things, you know, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, I also have to acknowledge that, you know, for me personally, you know, back in 2018 and all the way through, I would say about 2020. I was a lot more engaged and active and playing in the community. And now I have a lot of other things that have come up that, you know, I still try to stay involved, but I'm a lot less involved. And I have to remember that as well, that like, you know, there are people who are in that early stage that just discovered this, that can't get enough rando and they want to join every tournament. Like they're, they're available and they want to, and they're happy with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, a significant portion of people in the community as well. I have to imagine. So, Again, you know, just because I feel like I'm overwhelmed and there's too much, there's probably just as many people out there that are like more, 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 bring it on. You know, that's so, why that's yeah. why I said I had to preface my my whole rant uh, with I'm in a different walk of life than somebody yeah. else. Right. Exactly. Just because, because of my availability. Um, and, and you mentioned that you were just one person and there yeah. and therefore it wasn't you know, it's not all about you. Right. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people. Who understand that they are one person, but yet they still think it is all about them. And yep. I mean, let's be real. There are a lot of people. And some days that's me. I'll be very, I'll be very honest. Yep. Some days yep. I'll just, and then I have to take a step back and be like, nah, it's not about me. Um, yeah. But you mentioned this. So this is a good segue uh, to the, the next part of this question is like, are we past Pete Rando? And mm. I don't, I think we had a, as far as like a peak, we had a very uh, fake bubble of how big the community is going to go. And I think it was because of COVID because mm. 2020, mm. there was a huge, huge blow up. And as far as like number of players and why, I mean, we're all stuck inside. Like, yeah, we, we've, mm-hmm. we've talked about that at SGL and when we talked about it in person um, and we saw a big surge in the community it was like all right this is prime rando time and it's kind of like is it you know i i think we're probably in prime rando time because everyone wants to play and i that i think that is healthier 
than being able to get volunteers. Like I'm at the point now when we're assigning stuff for league uh, and our, and I've, I've been very hands off with that this season. Like the admins have been trying to do and let the mod team do it. I, uh, I'm at the point where I don't want to keep pinging everybody, you know, mm-hmm. like either sign up for a race or we just don't get the restream. And that sucks for speed gaming. Cause I know that's, you know, that company, it's one reason, one way how they make their revenue is we partner with them and we let them restream our tournament races. Um, I think one thing that could help with that is if we had, we are, most people use auto tracking. Uh, we, I, I don't want to throw trackers under the bus and get rid of them. I think they're great. They do a really good job, but we need a way to have a backup. If we want to have those nicer restreams, we'll call them instead of the jank streams. We need a way to have auto tracking on those as a fail safe. And we, we just have the, we have the IRL person. And if we can't get a volunteer, then we initiate the auto tracking. Um, mm. that would be, yeah, that would be good because I am totally okay. And a lot of, a lot of us are, we're okay with throwing a match on SG or, um, you know, wherever, or the, the league channels with no comms, as long as we have trackers, yeah. because like, if the yeah. things aren't lining up, then people are going to be like, you know, well, why they've got the bow. Why isn't it turned on? Well, because they're not, <laughs> no one's clicking the buttons. Um, mm. That's that's the biggest holdup, I think, with restreams, like as far as the automated systems um, like like speed gaming has staffing them. You mean? Yeah. And, and, and it's up. it's yeah. the the I, I joke that you know, everybody says trackers are the most important, but they really are because without trackers, we can't run the race like we can't restream it on SG's side and then someone's going to jank stream it. And I'm you know, I'm OK with people jank stream and stuff. Um, I do it occasionally. But um yeah, I, I think there's a need for that at this point. And I, I've expressed that uh, instead of like pinging like, hey, we got to race in an hour. We need to come. And then 20 minutes later, hey, at commentators, we are at trackers. We need a tracker. Like, just pull the plug. And, and that's we've, yeah. we've tried to do a, a better job of that this this time as far as like pulling plugs. Like, I'm not going to stress m- uh, myself out just to get the restream. Yeah. And that sounds lazy, but I think it's the healthier way to do it. You know, you tick people off in the process, then no one wants to volunteer. Then you got less volunteers because people don't want to do it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we're kind of in prime <clears throat> Pete Rando. I don't know about you guys, but I don't think we're I don't think we're like better than we used to be. But I think in the 2020 era, we, we saw like a fake bubble. This is kind of like prime time now, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, you've 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 gone over a lot here. Uh, yeah, with, sorry. With the tracking thing. No, that's OK. I, I wasn't re- I wasn't aware that we had a tracker shortage. Um, it sounds to me like uh, like they're coal miners in a way, you know, like we desperately needed them at one point in our lives. And now we've kind of, you know, automated that. And we need we need those people to, to train for other jobs because, you know, that's that's that doesn't necessarily need to be a job anymore. We can automate it, you know. Well, uh, some people aren't comfortable getting if they want to volunteer and help. Right. Like and they're not comfortable speaking and doing commentary. Those are the people that I want to allow to to not like I don't that's the one to contribute. Of course, because they do uh, the people who are like known to be a tracker. They're great at it. Um, When I do commentary, like I rely on the tracker so much like, hey, did you you see what where that came from? It was like, yeah, it was in this chest. And then. Sometimes you put that in the speed gaming discord before you say something on the mic or in chat. 
And then you don't look as stupid while you're talking about it. And they kind of, they've got your back. Um, I don't know. That's, that's kind of, that, that, yeah. that's my whole take. Maybe, like they're super Maybe essential. we need to talk about, maybe we need to talk about trackers next time. Cause I've, I have some pretty <laughs> different opinions than you here. And I feel like we're going to go on and on on it. So. Uh, I do want to really quickly say on the topic of trackers, and it's going to be real short, but I do want to say for the invitational restreams that Duncan did, he updated his tracker to like connect to the tracker. I don't know what magic he used, but he basically had the auto trackers of the runners on the stream, but without like capturing their trackers, Mm -hmm. he like connected his tracker to their tracker some kind of magic i really have no idea how he technically did it i should probably ask him at some point but that's kind of what dante was talking about like if you can find a tracker just make it that somehow you can capture their tracker or you can cap like kind of yeah i don't know maybe there's some way to connect like an auto tracker externally if that makes any sense right so sg can kind of connect to their game or whatever and you know it just yeah. tracks stuff automatically whatever might be possible i really have no idea but i think it's definitely a thing that could happen yeah we might need to talk about trackers next time because we (laughs) we still we still have to put a bow on on the lumaga's question i could i could are we in peak rando oh yeah but i i could say this for like to to finalize this like you us three we could we could have three episodes talking about tracker stuff and then all i'm gonna keep saying is which one of us is gonna code it and It ain't me, because if you put me in a line of code, I'm going to be like, yeah, that's a lot of letters. And because I don't, I don't code. So, yeah. I, you know, I can yell at a wall all I want that um, I want this. And hey, you go make this. But it's like we, you, you guys and I, I've been on the show at this point. We had VTorp on. And it's like when you want something done, you go do it. And it's like, how bad do I want it done? Like, do I want to go build this for speed gaming? I'm not as smart as Sigma. So probably not. And, you know, so anyway. All right. Yeah, no, fair. So um, to yeah. answer the actual question, are we in peak random? My take on this is, and I'm going to make it very short. Uh, I think we've had a very long and very steady time of growth that was going on. Ending kind of not ending, but like culminating in the big bubble that Dante was talking about in 2020 when COVID hit. Um. I think it's starting to stagnate a little bit. We still get new people, obviously, as the mentor tournament every year confirms, right? We still have a lot of new people to the community, but it's probably going to slow down slowly or it has already started to slow down. And I think that might make it seem like we're not in peak rando anymore or like it's, you know, like it's slowly dying if you want to like be very dramatic about it. But I don't think that's it. I think it's just that the growth is slowing because at some point you've just reached most of the audience that you're going to reach, right? There's still going to be new people finding Rando and being like, hey, this looks really cool. I want to play this. But at some point, you've pretty much got everyone that you're going to get and you're not going to get like the same kind of growth that we've got over the past, I don't know, five to whatever years that this has been around now. So it might seem like it, but I don't think we're in any danger of like going down a hill or, you know, facing a steep decline of everybody suddenly going, oh, I'm done with Rando. Rando sucks. I'm so tired of all those tournaments. I'm, I'm quitting this game forever. Yeah. So you, you feel we kind of plateaued then? 
Yeah, we're, we're maybe not yet, but we're definitely getting there, I think. Gotcha. OK, well, I would answer this question by saying that, you know, my feelings about it are very subjective and frankly irrelevant. If you really wanted to know, you know, have we hit our peak? Are we still growing? There are a lot of ways you could quantify this, right? You could go to, to Discord and look at its numbers through the years. You could look at Twitch streams. You could look at YouTube. There are definitely ways to calculate whether or not we are in peak rando right now or if we've passed it or if we're steadily continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. All of that being said, my perception of it I would say I I agree with her to a certain extent. I think we've hit a bit of a plateau, but I will say I still believe that there will come a day when a actual perhaps indie or maybe even like triple A studio announces that they have made something extremely similar to a link to the past randomizer that checks all the boxes that makes it fun. And then that will bring in a new wave of people and that will essentially be kind of like a resurgence of the rando community in a way. I think a lot of people will stick with ALTTPR and then a lot of people will go with whatever this new game is, if you know, assuming it's well done enough, um, which it's definitely possible. So I, I still kind of think that that is in our future. I don't know how soon that could happen. Um, it's not like I know anything, but uh, I, I, I feel like when that happens, a lot more people will realize the fun of this game, which, you know, we've talked about a lot, uh, I don't, you know, the individual building blocks that make it up, someone will take enough of those and combine them into a new game that enough of us will want to play. And, th- and that'll kind of be a new rando community. That's what I think. Okay. I mean, I could, I could see that to an extent I do. I, I, I will, I will very much disagree that I think that the majority of this community would migrate to anything triple A based you know um uh as far as like a a new game i I think a lot of us are here because of the community ran stuff the simplicity of of that um but i I, so i i think so i think um lumaga mentioned this in his email so there's uh, a lot of players who were like in invitational we'll say with the league and they are not participating anymore um I know I know some of those people like personally, I, I well, I say personally, but, you know, online, personally, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. So um, I think there's a lot of factors with that, but I still want to I, I'm going to harp on this and I'm sorry. Um, it is it is because the game has been the same for so long. I just looked this up while like when when I stopped talking for a second. So uh, the V31 announcement, just so you know was September 15th, 2019. Yep. Mm. Uh, wow, it's been a long time. Yeah, especially especially if you compare this to how regular the updates were coming before that. They, you know, yeah, again, they were like every few months before that. Right, not to harp on VTorb or the dev team at all. I totally understand that V32 is a very like large thing to They're redoing get the whole with, thing, with the whole, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, like with the whole logic change and everything, obviously it's going to take a long time. But uh, yeah, as Dan, she said, at this point, it's not about, you know, being passive aggressive towards the developers. It's just the community really needs like another, I don't know what you want to call it, kick in the butt or like a fresh, you know, new injection of new stuff, whatever it might be. Even if it's just 
you know, combining all the stuff that's in different branches now into one thing where everyone can just go to yeah. the website and select, hey, I want to do a door render or I want to do this crazy thing. Even that alone will probably unify and make things so much more accessible for everyone instead of having to like download a weird branch and like maybe running an executable on its own and then feeding your C through it and doing all this crazy stuff just to get something running, right? Nobody's mm -hmm. going to do that, especially not if you're like newer to the community. No, mm -hmm. I mean, that's like what set ALTTBR apart is that we made right. it so much easier than a lot of the other um, mm -hmm. randomizers. Yeah. I and say I, we, I mean, you know, the devs. I mean, I, and like, I, like Herf said, I'm not trying to say that this, the devs are at fault. I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that I think if we got V32 or when we do get it, you know, granted that if I'm, you know, we're still around and V32 actually happens, I think it will at some point, just whenever is another story. I do think we'll see a resurgence like as far as like, you know, people will be a little more excited to do tournaments because with the graph logic and stuff like it's not going to be as easy to maybe sniff out a seed potentially. Now, the logic in inherently like uh, intellectual wise, I guess, is going to be the same. Uh, it's just the way the algorithm and stuff works might be a little different. So mm -hmm. I think. I don't know. It, I even if it's a, only for a short time, I do think it would have a little bit of a resurgence, um, whether it be for uh, a tournament, uh, just you know, day to day play, whatever. Um, that that's all I'm trying to get at is that I think it would. I think having that would cause a little bit of a resurgence in some of those older players. They're going to want to come back and try this again. Uh, do I think they stick around? Maybe not, but I think they come back, try it out. Maybe they race it. And I mean, granted, let's also think of this. There's probably a lot of old players that just do not race anymore and they probably still play yeah. this game. You know, like mm. I, I think of like Ben, the ad, you know, Adjnip, the guy is, you know, streaming on Twitch almost daily. He's playing rando a lot. A lot of times his mystery. He's won two main tournaments back in 2017. Um, he didn't he didn't race anymore because he just doesn't want to. And I totally get it. Um, mm -hmm. It's just. A matter of what you all want to do, um, but yeah, there, yeah. That, that that's all I'm trying to get at with the V32 talk because I know sometimes the devs do listen to us, and I'm not trying to piss all them off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I can't make it. I can't make V32. Yeah, no, I can't yeah. either. Just like the auto tracking thing, it's like we can we can sit here and say whatever we want, but you know, talk is cheap. So, well, with that, <laughs> I guess we can kind of wrap up this conversation. Uh, definitely curious to hear what. Uh, all of you listening have to say and think about all of this. So feel free to chime in in our discord. Uh, let us know what you think. Is the community getting too large for its own good or is it headed in the right direction uh, and just a sign of growth? Let us know what you think. OK, so we have just a little bit of time here at the end to go over some new stuff. And we don't really have a whole lot to talk about anyway, so that's fine. Uh, we do, of course, have the league, which has just finished groups and has now started into brackets. Uh, Dante Pugs are in there. You qualified. Congratulations. We actually already knew last time that you had clinched, so it's not really news. Um, but <laughs> we the brackets have officially one. been set up. You're, yeah, there you in, go. In oh. our conference and division, but we are not number one overall. That goes to Divine Beastie Boys. They are uh, number one on their side of the bracket. Uh, I think they only lost one, which is really impressive. Mm. Very impressive. So in, in terms of records, it seemed like y'all were number three. Yes. Uh, as far as overall, okay. I believe we were number three. Overall. Um, yeah. OK Dudes, I believe, were second. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. So uh, you will be doing some playoff races this week. No. Um, did you have any thoughts on kind of how the bracket shook out at the end? Or is it just kind of like, ah, just go look at it. Invitational, uh, by the way, is on, on break yeah. this week. Um, we oh, don't, we don't okay. play anything this week. Uh, it shook out kind of what I thought. You know, Pugs are playing Team Hime. Very tough uh, German team. Uh, everybody's real tough now. Um, but keep in mind, you know, same thing goes for open. Uh, this is structured like the National Football League in America, the NFL. So every round, the uh, it's reshuffled. So the highest seed always plays whoever the advancing lowest seed is. So it's not just a straight like challenge bracket. Um, mm. So it okay. very much could be very different. Like if last location years advances against tile roomies and we advance against team Hime, we're not basically set to play each other because if potato pouch beats the Eastern skippers or something looking, you know, kind of down further down in the bracket, like a lower seed, then we might be playing them instead. Um, yeah, that's just kind of how this is going to shake out. Gotcha. No, I didn't realize all that. That's interesting. Um, well, of course, best of luck to um, same hugs to you, which I'm kind of segueing yeah. into your uh, <laughs> uh, moment here for the long shots clinching yep. a berth via the wild card spot in the open league playoffs. First time for you guys. Yep. Yes, we did it. We managed to pull it out. Uh, we were losing our minds last night. Uh, we had both of our week Me seven too. races scheduled Sunday night. Um, it was uh, myself and Tyler for the first one and Tyler and Dr. Earworm for the second one. And somehow, some way, we managed to eke out a win, um, despite me playing some of the worst rando I've ever played in my life. But I will say I finished it out despite, you know, those... Uh, Moldorm Falls and Blind Deaths and all of the other uh, unfortunate things that happened. Continued to keep playing. Lived through a Ganon death. Well, that's kind of an oxymoron, I guess, right? Uh, eventually beat Ganon and was able to... Um, yeah, we, we came first in that one. And then and then the other team um, who was... Uh, it's always Sunny and Pendant Pod. Shout outs to them. Um, conceded the last game since it didn't really make a difference kind of one way or the other. So we, we got both the wins there uh, and clinched the number three wildcard spot uh, because of it, really because of the tie that Tyler had. I mean, a win would have done it too, but because of that tie, we were differentiated from, you know, the number four spot there and, uh, and we're able to get into the wildcard. So we play the crystal roller crew this week. And now I see they, they did it. They had invitational take a week off so they could stagger the finals. Is that what was going on there? It was. Or do we also have a week off? And I just don't even no, realize. No, you, you have <laughs> okay. to play. So we. Okay. That's what I thought. We added a, a week off last year because some of the admins wanted to make sure invitational finished last. But if you look at the open bracket versus the invitational, there's a lot more rounds, especially since we added a wild card s- section. Um, so no matter what we do, I think that the open is going to finish after invitational and, um, so be it. It's just a bigger bracket because there's more Mm -hmm. entrance, I think. Um, but you know, it's just, we, we, we're still giving them the one week break. And if we could have said, all right, here's a two or a three week break, but then that feels, you kind of lose interest and you got to come back to the momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just felt, it felt bad to do, um, Plus, if we uh, we felt like there might have been some some backlash if we were like, all right, Invitational, you are off until after Christmas uh, or something like that. And then, um, you know, Open be like, well, why do I got to play over Christmas? You know, uh, yeah. we didn't know what to do with it. So this this is what we did. 
Very wise. Very wise indeed. So, yeah, that is uh, that's the league update. Um, obviously, very excited to have made playoffs. Huge shout out, of course, to my teammates. Um, I was uh, I, I finished with the two and three record. Um, so a little bit of a weak link, I guess. But without those two wins, we wouldn't have made it. So I'll, I'll still, you know, a member of the team. We win together. We lose together. So um, very exciting time in, in long shots history. And uh, we'll see what happens this week. Maybe we can make it around too. That'd be fun. Good luck. Uh, cool. Uh, we had one tournament. This was actually announced while we were recording our last episode, like got the announcement while we were recording, didn't notice that finished up and was like, ah, could have grabbed it. But um, this was announced November 21st. And this is the 2023 Torneo Espanol de ALTTPR. So that is the Spanish tournament for Link to the Past Randomizer. Uh, I believe registration is open until January 6th and the tournament starts on January 9th. Uh, and we will link the rules doc and the signup link in the description. Uh, as a reminder, these foreign language tournaments, you don't have to be fluent, I don't believe, as long as you're sort of conversational. If you can you know, hold a, a post-race interview in that language, then um, you're welcome to join. I believe that is uh, kind of usually how they set their criteria for these. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just announced not too long ago. Registration is still open. If that applies to you, then uh, check it out. Um, let's see. Just a quick mention of this. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the stream. Uh, in NMG news, uh, world record news, we did have a 122.49 achieved by, um, what is the actual name right now? This, the gentleman who likes to change his name repeatedly uh, every time. Ad of Hell is what he's going by, but you might know him as Eddie or maybe Edwardinary. Um, I'm forgetting some of the other past names. But anyway, um, was able to achieve a 122.49, uh, but there were some issues with, unfortunately, the stream cutting out while he was running. Dante, do you want to touch on this real quick since you were the one that brought this to us? Yeah, sure. There was like, a, from what I understand, there were, uh, I saw some of this like in the VOD, um, uh, a very short cutout in pod on the way to Helmosaur and uh, another stream cutout like during the crystal cutscene uh, after Helmosaur. And then the rest of the VODs like there. Um, but, you know, everything seems to be, you know, on the up and up with that. But just due to the rules, uh, they cannot verify it. Um, so it's very unfortunate for uh, for Eddie. But uh, but yeah, one twenty two forty nine is absolutely incredible. That is like I, I think that that's probably going to stand for a, I'm going to say a long time as far as like the, the best time unofficially. Just due to um, you got to have a lot of good RNG and you got to play well and you got to be able to act on all the good RNG. You know, there's so much going on, but it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, you know, from looking at where it cut out to where it came back in, um, you know, from what I understand, folks who are very, very familiar with NMG have reviewed it and said, yes, it does seem pretty clear that, you know, this was just a case of the stream going out. There's nothing untoward or suspicious going on here. It looks to be a legit run, especially coupled with the fact that Eddie has done it before. We know he's very, very good. Um, so, yeah, it's a heartbreaker because it, by all accounts, I mean, this run absolutely happened. It's almost 99. It's like 99 percent documented. Like you can go watch it in three parts and we'll we'll put a link in the description. But, um, you know, the rules are the rules it, since the whole thing isn't able to be uploaded continuously. Can't go on the world record uh, leaderboards. So uh, huge GG's to Eddie still. I mean, it's absolutely out of his control that that would have happened. 
Um, and we just we felt it was it was notable to at least mention here because, uh, again, by all accounts, the run absolutely happened. But you won't see the leaderboards update, um, which is sometimes Eddie wouldn't submit his runs anyway. So I, I guess that's still, you know, that's consistent sort of. But yeah. So, uh, again, we'll put some links in the description. You can check that out. And uh, again, GG's to Eddie and, and hate hate that, the you know, technology failed there. Um, all right, uh, just a real quick GMP community updates. Hit the stinger. All right, uh, Glitch Mentor Tournament regist- registration is still open uh, from now until December 26th. We do need some more mentors. We've got quite a bit of interest in racing this, but we definitely need some more folks to step up and help out with uh, leading these folks through their glitched modes. So uh, get your get your uh, entries in. We'll put the links in the description for both racer and mentor sign up. You have until December 26th. Also, as a reminder, Boots Camp is December 18th to January 1st. If you just kind of hang out in our Discord, especially the glitched uh, channels, you will be able to get a little bit of extra training in these glitch modes. So take advantage of that if you're interested. Uh, you could even like dip your toes in during Boots Camp and then decide if you want to sign up as long as it's before De- December 26th. So might recommend that if you're on the fence. And remember, you can sign up as a racer and a mentor if you're not sure. We can kind of help you decide once we solidify the registration um, and finalize all that. So, yeah, get your registrations in. Bi-weekly seed. We got the new Uncle Bot up and running. Seems to be going off without a hitch, which is sweet. Uh, I played the casual boots last time as sort of a de-rust because I hadn't played in a little while and also to test out. I recently moved my office around, and so... My big monitor, where it used to be on the left, is now on the right. So I kind of had to rearrange all of my windows and like my uh, screen captures and OBS and stuff like that. But um, use that uh, BWS as a, as an excuse to do that. And uh, yeah, definitely needed the re-rust. It was it was pretty rough in terms of execution, but um, it was good to get back on the BWS leaderboard because it's been a long time since I've been able to add my name to that. So overall, good. Uh, what are we going to do for the next one? I don't really have any ideas. What do you guys think? I, I looked at it earlier and I was like, I, I got nothing for this week. <laughs> it's not really a cute option that we yeah, can just there's easily. There's not really anything where you're like, yeah, this week's league mode or this, yeah. you know, this fancy stuff is happening. There's it's just me. Yeah. Um, um, what is something that I bought a Triforce hunt? Everyone loves a good Triforce. Oh, hunt. You oh my know, God. You know what? <laughs> I kind of, I kind of feel like a Triforce hunt could be fun right now. Dante, you know, was that oh my god, like of, of disgust or excitement? Disgust, um, uh, of course. Danny doesn't like what? Triforce hunts. I don't understand the general dislike of you know, Triforce hunts, I, but that might I, be a what? different topic for a different episode. Let's do it. <laughs> let's I shame was, him into it. Yes. No, let's do it. Yes. Uh, here's the thing. Right. This this thing is supposed to be serious. People get mad because Triforce hunts are volatile and it's, they get serious. Make it so. Make it so. Triforce Hunt. All right. Uh, episode one fourteen in the books. As far what's as the, uh, picking a mode, what's the correct amount of Triforce pieces? Sixty nine. I don't know. Out of four twenty. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I want to say it's like a third or twenty out of. Th- it's either twenty out of thirty 20. or thirty out of. 40. I couldn't remember if it's twenty I out think of thirty. It's twenty or 30 out of thirty or thirty okay. out of forty. It's one of the two. Let's do it. I think right. thirty. Which out of one 40 do you guys want? Like shorter or longer? One. I think um, twenty out of thirty is. We're fine, gonna right? uh, let's let's see what uh, Sahabot has. Um, if I yeah, can, like what whatever comes good, up first, or like what yeah, the yeah. default preset. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's put a pin in this while I uh, try to. Okay. Figure, oh wait, so there's a thirty or a forty is what uh, there's modes on. 
So which would you guys prefer to have a 30 or a 40? I say do the 30 and I would encourage folks. uh, I had someone ask last week if voice calls are okay for this because I know there was a ruling from racing council for more kind of like serious races that that's not allowed. This is not one of those places. That's totally fine. If you want to do a voice call during one of these, not a problem at all. This would be a fun one, I think, if a bunch of people want to get together over the weekend on say Friday night or something like that and just all Triforce hunt at the same time. I think that sounds like a really fun time. So we'll keep it shorter to keep it easier and more casual. We'll do a, a 30 piece Triforce hunt. Yeah, for it's the 30 out of like 40 total pieces. So you need 30 and then you got to talk to uh, the boy out front. Uh, that my, my, yeah, the new one, Mudral, or I say new, but he's he's been there for a minute, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well. Since V31. Wow. <laughs> Which we just covered when that came out. It was like September 2019, right? Yep. yep. Cool. All right. Wrap it up. Okay. Uh, I, am, I have an announcement. Unfortunately, I think our email is broken. Uh, Lumaga went to send that email that we discussed uh, to me earlier this week and uh, wasn't able to. It basically bounced back. I went and looked at it. It does look like there's maybe something wrong with it from the back end. So Sounds like the server slipped on a that. banana. Yeah. Yeah, but somehow our uh, email forum is still up and running and sending me at least one spam <laughs> message a day. So, what? you really? know, no worries about that. I got a new contact form submission yesterday from Clean Talk Anti Spam. This message is spam. <laughs> okay. I will uh, look into that some more. Um, maybe it's back then because that doesn't seem possible if it's down. You shouldn't be getting those. So I will look into that. But uh, I just wanted to say if you have sent us an email in the past, um, week or two, maybe two weeks just to be safe. You might want to send it to me or one of us on discord or even a Twitter DM. We're guaranteed to get it that way. Whereas email is a little dicey right now. Uh, so I'll work on that and hopefully be able to update y'all when it's fixed. Um, but again, Twitter is totally fine. Discord. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch. Just Google us. We're, we're all over the place. Uh, Dante, what do you have to shout out this week? Um, I, I got a new fridge. Partly out of did mention that. Partly out of necessity, partly out of it was on sale. Um, Okay. So shout outs to having the old one until it dies as a meat fridge out in the garage. That's that's my shout out. I really don't have that. I mean, besides Thanksgiving, that's literally the the only big thing I have going on. (laughs) Didn't even get to play a whole lot of games or anything. So there there you go. All right. All right, Herf, what do you got? Uh, let's see. I, I'm going to shout out Callisto protocol, uh, came out last Friday, uh, by the dead space or like at least one dead space guy. It's a space horror. It's if you've played dead space, you pretty much know what you're going to expect, but it's unfortunately a lot worse. No, <laughs> I harder it or warrior or. No, it's just kind of janky. Oh, I feel like worse as a not as fun. Yes. Yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> and like, you know, also not as well developed. I, I, uh, when I was talking to friends, I described it as too cinematic for its own good. There's so many like fancy animations and stuff that you have to sit through and they kind of interfere with each other. Uh, it really makes the game feel unresponsive and kind of crappy to control. And, uh, at the end, it was just like, at <laughs> the last boss, especially, it was just, a huge exercise in frustration and pure like spite. I like I I hated the game so much. I just wanted to finish it and be done with it. 
And uh, that's what I did. And I'm never touching that thing again. And if I could get my 60 <laughs> bucks back, I'd ask back for them. Yeah. Good recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> if you Amazing. want to waste your time with the subpar game, got, consider to, the Callisto project. To slip this one in real quick, I wanted to mention this the last episode, but I forgot about it. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. I finished that before. Mm. Awesome game. 100% recommended. Buy that. Yeah. That's yeah, not done. surprised to hear that that game absolutely owns. The first one was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, for my shout out, I actually want to shout out something Dante shared with me this Ooh. morning, which is a Wordle spinoff called <laughs> Guess the Dot Game. And what it does is it shows you a screenshot from a video game and prompts you to guess where it's from. And then if you get it right, then congratulations. And that's pretty impressive. If not, it shows you the next picture, which is a different screenshot from that same game. And it also really, it shows you a little bit more information. I think it like tells you the the Metacritic score. Um, Then it tells you like the year it came out, the genre, stuff like that. But you get more and more hints and more and more screenshots that become more and more obvious until you can try to guess the game. Um, So I went on a little tear today and, and I did the first 50 uh, 50. and I, yeah, I did 50 wow. and I had to stop myself to not do Holy more. I got, I was, yeah, I got really, I got really into it. Um, <laughs> so I'll post my results in the discord and then, uh, I challenge people to go check it out. I, I was off to a really good start. Um, the first three I got in one guess and then numbers four and five, I got in two guesses. And then I called out to her if I was like, hey, let's I challenge you. Let's see how you do. And I was like feeling kind of guilty because I was like, there's no way her aces these first three. That's I don't know. I don't even know how I pulled these That's out of my funny. ass. I don't know. I don't know. It's not fair for him to. And then he's like, by the way, guys, I, I'm, I'm I, I just came from my uh, work Christmas party and I'm, and I'm kind of drunk. By the way, here's how I did. And he got all five of the first <laughs> ones in one guess. <laughs> that bastard. Dude, I still <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but there was one game where I was like. It, it it showed like a dark tree at night and I was like, it can't be that. Is it that? I can't think of anything else. So I put it in. It was like, yeah, you got it right. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. how, how did that happen? It was, yeah, that's one of I, my favorite games know. of all time. And I still mm-hmm. was like, this can't be right. Is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm even more amazed that you got it. Cause I didn't even know you played that game. Oh yeah. I love that game. Oh, I still okay. have to play. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. We can talk about this after the recording. The DLC. Yeah. You mm-hmm. definitely should. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my shout out. Super fun. Um, well edited. Whoever runs it, uh, does a really good job, I think. And, uh, yeah, I'll post my results and, and I challenge each and every one of you. Let me know how you do. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, cool. uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, long episode of a link to the past randomizer podcast called Go Mode. I said the wrong thing, but then I tried to save it there at the end. <laughs> um, I'm glad I got it correct in the intro this time around. Yeah. No, that was good. I need I need to uh, go back and listen to the tape so I can figure out how to do it right. Uh, okay, that's enough. We're done. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you again in two weeks. Let's go ahead and mirror out. <laughs>